I have been itching to write on this topic ever since I visited the Golden Temple in Amritsar for the first time. I was pleasantly surprised with the cleanliness of the temple and its surroundings, the discipline and restraint shown by the devotees as well as the volunteers and the serenity of the prayer hall where I could sit and pray for close to 30 minutes without being pushed out. This was on a cold winter morning in early December 2012. I had made around three trips to Amritsar before that since 1997 but never visited the temple. Neither Jallianwala Bog nor for that matter the Waga border. Never seriously made an attempt. But since that peaceful first visit to the Golden Temple, I have been there around three to four more times and have had the same experience. I kept postponing this blog, perhaps afraid that my honest and frank writing will not go down well with many. But a few days ago, I heard on radio a unique perspective on religious celebrations in India that nudged me to pen this blog. The speaker, a girl, couldn't catch her name, who was leading the Ganga cleaning expedition and who has also climbed the Everest was being interviewed by Rishi K. She believed that it is time the Sarvionic, community, Ganesh, the elephant-headed god, celebrations be stopped in our country. The reasons they were started by Lokmanya Tilak, Indian freedom fighter, in the first place are no longer relevant in today's day and age. And given that the celebrations are now merely a political and a commercial tamasha, it is time to look at it differently. She also believed that we should stop the immersions of Sarvionic ganches as they harm the environment in addition to their diminishing irrelevance as stated earlier. I wanted to kiss this woman. My view is similar and I also believe that any celebration that causes inconvenience to the general public should be evaluated. Mind you, I am cautiously using the term evaluated here. I will not go to the extreme and suggest stopping the Sarvionic festivals but we should definitely look at restricting the number of pandals, temporary construction of a large tent. We also need to evaluate the impact these festivals have on the environment. I know that a lot of emphasis is given to encourage using eco-friendly material in manufacturing the idol as well as all the accessories that go with it. I also know that over the years, we have made some progress on this front. However why can't we make it mandatory that all idols must be made using only eco-friendly material? The artisans involved in this craft over many generations can be encouraged by providing financial assistance as well as guidance. We got to change with the times. I have noticed that India is fast becoming more religious than it was say 10 years ago. There are newer festivals being pulled out of a hat and converted into massive public celebrations Sai Baba Bandar, Dada Guru Festival, innumerable palanquins, some minor local Darga celebration, March of Kanarayas to celebrate Shiva, Ganesha's father who is considered among the three main principal gods in Hindu mythology, called the Destroyer, and more. I believe all these existed before but were celebrated in a low-key, less noise-polluting environment with less inconvenience to the common man. There are newer and more glamorous god-men and god-women sprouting all over the country. Walking barefoot to Siti Vinayak every Tuesday is more a social party than a religious event. It has more to do with matchmaking than to do with praying. And now it is not just about Ganesh Visarjan, immersion, celebration but also celebrating the arrival of Ganpati, another term for the elephant-headed god, into the pandal. The colony where I reside is located on Mori Road, the same road that has the Novena, Mahim Church. I have been told that Wednesday is a special day for the churchgoers when your prayers are answered minus 100% guarantee. Earlier on Wednesdays the traffic used to be fine, manageable. Now it is absolutely crazy. It is not just that the number of people praying has gone up but the inconveniences caused by it have increased manifold. I wish the people who pray at St. Michael's Church Novena ask the Lord to bestow on them some common sense as well because after praying you will find these morons walking on the main road and adding to the mayhem when the pavement for a change is in top-notch condition. Beggars are brought in truckloads early on Wednesday morning and lined along Mori Road, the hawkers start their arrival around noon so by the time it is evening, it's complete chaos.
cars and bikes are parked wherever and as they please. Similarly the fanfare, the infusion of money, mostly black, into various trivial festivals is only making life difficult for the common practical man. I see a complete erosion of social capital all around. I believe there are several reasons for this massive surge in seeking divine intervention. Let me list them down in no order of importance. 1. Uncontrolled population growth which has fueled an increase in unemployment. 2. Immoral behavior both financially and socially which has now become a way of life rather than an exception. 3. Increased pension for material needs. 4. Deterioration in the pedigree of the general political class. 5. Deterioration in the general pedigree of the person on the street a few years ago, Justice Kaju mentioned that 95% of Indians are idiots. He got a lot of flack from everyone. But take a walk down any street in Mumbai or drive around Mumbai, I am referring to Mumbai only since I live here and see what is going on around me every day, the percentage is scarily close to Kaju's figure. I counted and arrived at a figure in the mid-70s. I am sure the figure will be more or less the same anywhere else in India as well. 6. Fascination and idolization of film stars for lack of any other role model. I consider myself a fairly religious person. I am not God-fearing but I believe in God. For me, God irrespective of any religion is my friend, my mentor and my guide. I never ask for anything though I always make it a point to thank the Lord whenever something good happens. I never fast except during the nine days of Navratri, more so because we used to celebrate the festival at home. Something passed on from generations. By the seventh day, I get restless and end up cutting short the fast. I do not feel guilty because my upbringing has taught me, do good and mostly good things happen to you. I believe in this philosophy. I do visit a few select non-commercial temples once in a while, my favorite is the Ajin Ganesh Temple at Shivaji Park and the Dada Mandir at Dadar. I can pray there as long as I want to. I do believe in Shirdi Sai Baba and hence visit Shirdi once every few years though I am always disturbed by the commercialization of the temple and the blind faith shown by people there. Whenever I am in Europe, I make it a point to visit the churches in every city I stay. I enjoy praying in a quiet church with no one to ask you to get a move on. Even though I am not a spiritual person, I come closest to spirituality at the Golden Temple and the churches of Europe. Yet when I look around and see the mind-numbing and ridiculous blind faith of most around me, I worry whether I am fast turning into an atheist. Coming back to the topic I heard on the radio, I agree that the Sarvionic Ganesh festival needs to be reined in. It is a crass display of political and financial clout and has very little to do with faith. I know this will never happen for obvious reasons, but we must attempt to look at it differently. While the great Hindu warrior Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj started celebrating Ganesha but not as a public festival, it was Lokmanya Tilak who gave it the added flavor of a public celebration. The reason Tilak encouraged its celebration as a festival was to promote communal harmony and strengthen the spirit of togetherness amongst the masses and also to champion it as a means to circumvent the colonial British government ban on Hindu gatherings through its anti-public assembly legislation in 1892 doubt if it has achieved any of the social objectives, in fact communal harmony and togetherness among the masses is at an all-time low. There are numerous reasons for this and none of it centers on the festival. One needs to adapt to changing times. A simple solution could be to give permission only to a, all Ganpati Pandals who were a part of the original festival started by Talak and b, to give limited permission to all other Pandals. Limit in terms of money allowed to be spent, noise allowed to be generated and so on turn the Ganesh festival into an annual tourism event of 10 days with a percentage generated from it diverted into various social activities, infrastructure development etc. No road or public property to be used to build the temporary pandals. All the new Rajas etc. need to be stopped. Also, 
bringing in the Ganpati should be a quiet affair without any music or the hundreds of bikers who create further cacophony with their reckless disregard for rules and regulations and create a traffic gridlock for others. Whenever I have raised this topic among my friends, the immediate reaction is that it's the faith people have and one should not go against an individual's faith. I have no issues with faith and belief, but do it in a dignified and peaceful manner. Why does your faith need to cause inconvenience to the others around you? Why does your faith need to be translated into a monetary transaction? The other day, I read about two Indian millionaires from the United States who donated $14 million to one of the temples down south. Now that is serious money. Couldn't they have donated that money to a NGO and helped the flood victims suffering at the same place which had been ravaged by the monsoon? By donating so much cash, are they buying out their crime? Does it work? What values are they passing on to the next generation? If one unearths the assets and the cash generated by the top 10 temples in India and if these funds are diverted into getting people out of poverty, I am pretty sure, we will not have anyone below the poverty line. I know my views are that of a very small minority but frankly I don't care. I believe in science, I believe there is a divine presence as well, but I am not going to succumb to ridiculous behavior. Do good and mostly good will happen to you. P.S. More to come on this topic.